Dear Jesus, pray for Michael. Pray for Michael. Be with him now. Be with him now. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Amen. Amazing. So, if you've joined us a little bit late, um, I've been trying to figure out what to do for a Christmas dinner. Because I told Lauren, who's my wife, that I'm going to cook her the Christmas dinner, despite having no idea how to cook a Christmas dinner. And to be honest with you, and I don't think this is your fault really, um, I think it's more the kids' team fault, that all their ideas have been absolutely useless. Um, they've been rubbish. Simon says, that's not going to help me. Chatting to God, well, maybe that will help me. But uh, there's that Jeff guy, or whatever his name is, the dinner laddie Dan, that's his name. Rubbish. So I'm actually really quite scared because I think if I'm in the kitchen and she's watching over me the whole time, any little mistake I make, she's going to spot it and she's going to instantly shower me, tell me off. No, Michael, what are you doing? Don't put the Brussels sprouts in at that temperature. Take the turkey out, it's burning. So I've been thinking, though, during that worship, right, and because I've been going to church for a while, I know that all the answers are in the Bible. Who else knows that? Yeah, all the answers are in the Bible. So I thought what we could do is we could turn to the Bible and read about like, what happened at the first Christmas. And then surely in there, there's probably some sort of recipe that tells you how to make it because it's quite an important part of Christmas Day, if you ask me, the Christmas dinner. So probably in there, there's going to be a, you know, instruction list. One, two, three, four, five. These are the steps you follow. Everything's going to go good. Um, so I've got us a passage. It's in Matthew 1. And um, if you want to turn your, get your Bibles out and have a look, you can do that. But what I've also done, uh, because I'm more of a visual learner. Anyone else in this room more of a visual learner? Because I'm more of a visual learner, um, I like to kind of imagine what's going on in the Bible passage and then sort of act out on top with a green screen uh, to try and get a picture of what's going on. So I call it my budget Bible bits, and this is how we're going to read our passage for today. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. Will you marry me? But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her fiancé, was a good man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Ta-da! Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son. And you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. You may kiss the bride. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. We'll call him Jesus. There we go. Ah. If only you were the guys that were uh, watching my auditions for drama school. Didn't get in. Don't know why. Um, that didn't really help, did it? That didn't help with my Christmas dinner thing anyway. Maybe, maybe this is what's going to happen. Maybe an angel will come to me to tell me exactly what to do. Like, do you think that's going to? It's probably not the most important thing to send an angel out for. Her name's Lauren. All right. <laughs> um, 
The thing I was really interested in when I was reading that passage is that there's two names in there. And this is funny because I hadn't realized that we're doing all stuff about names with all the adults. But this is, this is what interested me. There's two names. The angel said, you're going to call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. But then they also said, you're going to call him Jesus, which means he will save us from our sins. So I was thinking about it. Maybe what they meant is like Emmanuel is a bit of a nickname. They call him that in school. Like his best friends call him Emmanuel, but his real name is Jesus. But then I got thinking about the name Emmanuel which is God is with us. God is with us, which is really cool until you start thinking about it, isn't it? Because then you start thinking about it and you go, oh, if God is with us, then he sees everything we do. Everything we do. And that suddenly makes me feel really bad and realize all the bad things I've ever done. And I thought, imagine, you know, I was trying to get my head around it because we all know, a lot of us know, don't we? A lot of us in here know that God is always with us. He's always with us. But it's hard to really picture it. And so I've created a little video for you again, another little video of what it might be like if I was always with you. Right. Okay, right, get my razor. Uh, <laughs> This isn't funny anymore. <laughs> I'm always here! <laughs> he's been watching me all day, following me around everywhere I go. I don't even know how he's getting in places. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I like the fact that the sound team decided to censor the fart noises at the end. Good, good call. <laughs> uh, obviously, that's, that's a bit silly, isn't it? But if you actually think about what it might be like for Jesus to always be with us, like in person, sat next to us, you probably start to think about all the things that you do and you'd realize all the mistakes that you make. For example, like, you know, when you go and you start talking to your friend about that person at work that winds you up a little bit and you're telling them all about what they did today. Oh, I can't believe they did this. I can't believe they did that. Imagine Jesus was listening into that conversation. Or what about when you're sort of on your own and you're looking at stuff on your phone and then some links pop up and you press on those links because you think no one can see you. Imagine if Jesus was with you in that moment. Maybe you're at your Christmas party and you've had a couple of drinks already and then you think, oh, maybe I'll have a couple more and a couple more. Imagine if Jesus was next to you in that moment. Or what about you guys at school when you see someone that's on their own, sort of in the playground and they're the kid that no one really, you don't really want to hang out with them. And so you notice them, but you pretend that you haven't noticed them so you can keep playing with the ones that you really like getting on with. And that kid is really sad on their own. Imagine Jesus watching that. Imagine how he'd feel if he saw all that stuff that we did. And it makes me feel really bad, really guilty, really unclean. Like, I, you know, I, I mess up so much. Anyone else mess up so much? And that's why I think I'm feeling a bit nervous about Lauren watching me cook. Because if I was just on my own in the kitchen, right, doing all my Christmas dinner stuff, and it goes a bit wrong, and I burn a turkey, I can just give it, you know, oh, I'm just running a bit late, run out to the shops, get another turkey, pop it on again. And then if I burn that one... I can just call up Deliveroo. It's all going to be fine. But if she's with me in the room watching over me, she can see every little mistake I make. Oh, the heat's up too high. Oh, you haven't thought about the potatoes. Michael, the pig's in blankets. You've forgotten them. But then let's think back to that second name that Jesus has. Jesus, right? And Jesus means that he will forgive us for our sins, save people for our sins. There it is. And actually, Jesus, he's not here to condemn us. He's not here to tell us off. When he's with us all the time, 
It's because he wants to be friends with us. He wants to do life with us. He wants to spend time with us. And we just have to reach out to Jesus and say, sorry, sorry for all the stuff we've done that isn't quite right. And he'll forgive us and save us from those things that we've done. Maybe that's an idea. But Lauren's actually in here. That probably wasn't a a good idea, was it? Lauren, do you want to come up? I, I think I need to reach out to Lauren. Lauren, I just, you know, I want to say I'm really, I'm really sorry. Hmm. I said that I'd cook us Christmas dinner. I don't really know how to. Um, and I'm just, you know, I, I don't want to get it wrong for you, but I, I'm feeling quite nervous about it. Michael, you've got it all wrong. I didn't want to watch you make the dinner so that I could tell you off and point out all of your mistakes. I wanted to watch you so that I could be with you, so that I could encourage you, because I love spending time with you, and I love you. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. You got a round of applause. Thank you. (laughs) You see, it's actually a bit like that with Jesus. Jesus isn't watching us to tell us off, to tell us all the mistakes we're making, all the ways that we're getting wrong. He's with us because he wants to be with us. He loves you. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to hang out with you. He loves me so much, even more than Lauren does. What I'd like us to do is... um, I think before, before we came here today, we were, we were praying about whether there might be some people in this room that haven't quite taken that step yet. You haven't quite said, you know, you've heard about this Jesus guy. Maybe you've just heard about him today. And maybe you're still in that headset where you're thinking, actually, Jesus is here and he, he wants to tell me off. Maybe you've believed that growing up as a child, that actually all the things we do wrong, God is just there saying, you're wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that. And actually, you haven't really heard that message yet that Jesus forgives us. He saves us from that because he wants to be our friend. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you guys a really brave thing, if you'd like to do it, is in a second, I'm going to ask you if you would like to say yes to Jesus, to turn to him, like I turned to Lauren and said sorry, to turn to him, to say sorry, and to receive him as a friend, as your friend. So if you'd like to do that, maybe you've done it before, maybe it's the first time. It's a really bold thing to do in a room this big as well, isn't it? If that is you, why don't you stand up now? Just stand up to say, actually, yeah, Jesus, I want to give my life to you. I can see you half standing. Yeah, if you want to stand, you stand. That's great. That's amazing. Let's give them a little round of applause just to encourage them. That's great. There still might be a couple more. Let's keep waiting. This isn't just for the kids as well. If you're an adult in this room and actually something's tugging on your heart at the moment, maybe you're just feeling a kind of nervous feeling in there. Maybe that's God prompting you. I'm just going to wait a little bit longer. Good job, people that are standing. Keep standing. You're great. In fact, would some of the team go and gather with them? That's amazing. We've got another one there. That's so cool. I'm just going to wait a little bit longer, just till it's a bit more uncomfortable. There's someone standing there. Maybe if someone, uh, Tom, would you be up? Yeah, great. Maybe just give, pray with them. Um, let's just wait a little bit longer. There's someone else at the back. Amazing. What we're doing, as people are gathering with those people, firstly, the thing you can do is you can turn to them and say, well done, you've made a good decision. You've made a good decision. And why don't we just, if you're in this building and you already know Jesus, you already love Jesus, why don't we pray a a prayer together and we're all going to pray it out loud. You can repeat after me. Jesus, thank you that you are here with me. Not to tell me off, but to be my friend. I'm sorry for the things I've done. 
would you take them away? Amen. Should we give a little round of applause? That's great.